Lord there. Uh, welcome to the Circuit of Success. I'm your host, Brett Gilliland, and today I've got Don Harper Nelson with me. Don, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good this beautiful, beautiful morning. It's awesome to have you here. What people probably can't see on the camera is uh, so we got some, what, what we got here? We got the us? good stuff. We got the good stuff. Um, I brought my Olympic medals with me, my world championship medals, um, and also my Diamond League trophy. And so, yeah, I always say I love to bring them out. I feel like I did not win them just for me. I literally won them for my country, yeah. for everyday people. And yeah. so I love to have people touch them and just be like, oh, that's heavy. This one's big. And yeah. it's really cool to see all the different questions and responses. Well, that's what you got from us. Exactly. Guys <laughs> in the office here. Like, Man, look at that. Yep. That's so cool. So yeah, yeah. you are a 100, meter hurdle, 100 meters hurdle, uh, the yes. gold medal in the 2008 Beijing Olympics, mm -hmm. the silver medal in the 2012 London Olympics, the 2017 World Championships, First American hurdler to win the gold medal and then a medal in the next Olympics. Yes, sir. 2022 UCLA Hall of Who Fame. what? Six time. <laughs> this is what I couldn't believe. Six time. I know it's high school, but six uh -huh. time yeah. IHSA state champ. Yes. And one year you didn't even get to race because you blew out your knee. Yeah. Somebody who was on a Wheaties box told me a story Don't about that. Uh, we're, oh, we're talk yeah. about Our friend Jackie Jordan Kersey. Um, and then also Dana Howard. I got to mm -hmm. say, you know, what's up to Dana? Absolutely. She's introduced the two of us. Absolutely. So, uh, happy to be here. But if you can, Don, what, what has made you the woman you are today? Because you don't just wake up and have all these medals no. in here. So if you can, kind of tell us that. What's that story? That's a good question because I always say, typically you see in quote unquote the end product. You see me today. Yes. There's so much life and so much that went behind that. Oh, man, a huge chunk of that is family for me. I am... I am just family, like if Dawn slash family, like yeah. that's my name, right? Um, growing up, I mean, an example, even when I won the Olympics, the first thing they said is, what's the first thing you want to do when you go home? And I said, have Thanksgiving meal at my Aunt Flossie's house with my family. Like uh, that is just family for me. I had a pretty good um, upbringing with my parents. Uh, my parents did get divorced, mm -hmm. so that obviously plays a toll on you as a kid. But to be honest, my mother was very strong, and you're still worth it. You're still, you still have worth. Yeah. Um, but then being grounded in church, my faith is huge for me. Um, through all the ups and downs, always knew that God had a plan, has a plan. Um, and then just kind of understanding that you're going to go through ups and downs, and that's okay. Yeah. But as long as you learn from them, you always have your family that backs you. Uh, just go out there and give, just, just, just give it everything you have. And so it's just such a loaded, but yeah. Do you, and I mean, anybody can say that, right? Give it mm -hmm. everything you have. Obviously, yep. you got to have some God-given talents. Absolutely. We were joking about racing in the parking lot. <laughs> right. Obviously, you still <laughs> kick my butt. But, uh, but, but what was it about you that said, okay, I, I may be just a little bit different than mm -hmm. that girl next to me, but, mm -hmm. but would you say it's more physical or more mental? Um, the mental is, I think was the bigger part of it, right? Physical, you just got to have some right. in the tank. Right. I mean, right. it's just yeah. got a little bit of genetics yeah. that, you know, there, but I think when I say give everything you have for me, what that means is I'm not okay with regrets. Mm. I'm not okay with saying, well, I could have, oh, that just boils my blood. And so from a kid, I've always been like, no, um, even though I would go to the state meet and been undefeated my understanding was always on that day, it could be anybody's day. Yeah. And so you have to leave it all out there. So if I do get beat, they were better on that day. It was not because I gave them anything. And um, the funny part is with that, like I said, it just plays into my life because just jumping ahead just a little bit, literally Jackie Joanna Kersey, when I met her, she was very clear in saying, I do not care what 
anyone has done every single day up until today. On today, you have to beat me. Mm. And so she told me that, and I was like, you are so right. <laughs> and so, you know, that's just kind of how I feel like I've lived. And um, mentally, though, I, over time, I'm a monster. I have built up to be a monster, especially on the track. I truly believe I can take down any giant that would step on that track beside me. I don't know about you two, but I believe that. Don't you just already <laughs> what she's saying? So I, I've had the pleasure of being around Jackie numerous times. And, and one of her favorite, my favorite quote, she says, I didn't train to be second best. No, I, listen, because who dies every day? Because under Bobby Kersey, you die every day. You question life. You're like, I'm paying. Bobby Kersey, her husband absolutely. and trainer. And my, trainer. yes, my coach. You're like, I'm paying him to kill me. Yeah. That's literally his job is to go home, stress, worry. What does Dawn need physically, mentally to get her on top of that podium? Yeah. And every day he found a way to make you feel like, I thought I was ready, but I'm not ready. And so, yeah, I totally agree with that. Yeah, break it down to build it back up. No, literally. And by the time you, you're built up Bobby standards, no other coach is done waiting, you know, they have prepared yeah. your, you to do. No, that's yeah. amazing. What, tell us what you've learned. Um, I mean, you traveled the world. When mm -hmm. I was doing my research, I mean, it, it seems like you've yeah. been like in every country. It feels ever. like it sometimes. And, and, uh, so what have you learned about just life, about mm -hmm. the world, uh, by traveling through the world, through sports? Oh, my goodness. There's so much out there. You think you know. You think you have a way of understanding how life is. And then you step into someone else's culture. And you're like, oh, I thought my life was beautiful. Or I thought these things. It's like there's so many things out there. And so just not being stuck in your own bubble, being open to accepting and learning from others. Um, experimenting on different foods, right? Yeah. I mean, just just being someone that wants to just absorb things. Um, I think that I've that's that's kind of big for me. Just realizing that beauty is everywhere, yeah. and it's not just how you've defined it. It is. It looks many different ways. And it's got to be different, right? I mean, I grew up in a small town. You mm -hmm. grew up in a small town. What I mean. What, what would you say coming from East St. Louis? Mm -hmm. and, and there's so many phenomenal people in East St. Louis that I think the. the I was just having this conversation with Dana the other night. It's like, I don't think he understands. Mm -hmm. You probably don't understand either. Like, the people you've grown up to uh -huh. idolize and watch. Uh -huh. Like, I didn't grow up with those people. Like, right, you start right. Dana, Dana Howard, yeah. Brian Cox, Marco Harris, mm -hmm. Conzo Martin, <laughs> all these people, right? You, Jackie yeah. Joyner Kersey, and the list goes on and on and on. And, and so, what was it about you, about East St. Louis and expectations that also mm -hmm. maybe helps? That's exactly right. Expectations. Um, so... In East St. Louis, we say we're the city of champions. And from the outside, so many people are like, you know, it's ghetto, it's all these things. Yeah. But within East St. Louis, the adults that were around me looked at us and said, don't you dare define yourself that way. Um, coach Nino Fenoy, who was Jackie Joyner's coach, high school coach, and also my high school coach and summer track coach, uh, the things that he would tell us we could do, the way that he spoke life into us and demanded that we believed in ourselves. Sometimes, I mean, we talk about this day. We like he is just tripping. Like there's no way he just why he just always like better, better, better. And you're like that was pretty good for today. And it's like no, better, better, better. As young women, you got to go out to the world and you gotta. And it was just like we get it. I mean, he was always he was just kind of relentless with it. And so I think that was very helpful when you did finally face. A situation where it was the complete opposite you're like well i've only heard my whole life of you are you are you are you know instead mm. of can you can you yeah. and so that so they weren't beating helpful. you down telling you all the things you did wrong man it was the total opposite. opposite which is i, I think a big note for parents right Us yes now parents you've got two kids yeah. i've got four kids and they talk about that drive home from mm -hmm. the baseball field or the soccer yeah. field or whatever how yeah. important that is right yep. i think that's probably a big thing for us to learn is 
The I cans. Absolutely. And then the speaking into them on the days when you see their shoulders are slumped, right? I mean, where you're like, it was a huge defeat. Like one where you, like at first they were like, we got this. And then, because it won't always be perfect. The times you're driving home and it's silent and they're like, if, if I just, I don't want to talk right now. And you're like, okay, I'll give you your moment, but we're going to address the elephant in the room of this failure that you feel. And I think just speaking life into, because it's going to happen again. And when it does, they can fall back on Man, and even if it, like, they feel like no one else, they're like, my family, right? Like, that's, my family believes in me. My family never saw, when I felt like I was at my worst, my family never saw that part of me. They only saw the greatest. Yeah. So, do you think that um, the, the struggles you've had, because mm-hmm. I, so I texted Jackie and I said, hey, I'm, I'm talking to Don <laughs> tomorrow, and uh, I said, what do you think, right? Yeah. And so, she said... Uh, I paraphrase here, but that you had an injury in high school yes. that would have ended most people's careers. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so I think that was your sophomore year, yep. right? So your sophomore year of high school won it your freshman year. Mm-hmm. Sophomore year, obviously, you're thinking you're going to win it. Absolutely. You have this season career ending yep. injury. What did you learn through that struggle? How bad I wanted it. I learned that uh, because, like you said, it was the thing was like, we don't know if you'll ever run as fast again or if you'll ever be as good. And for me, I was. It, I shocked and devastated. It's just not heavy enough words to kind of understand how I felt because I begin. I started to begin that like, believe that I had what it took to go to the next level, and I'm like, you're telling me that it's ending here. Um, Did they tell you that that it was going to end? Like you're done? Yeah, they're like, it's a, yeah, they're like it literally. It's like this is something that people really don't like for your sport. They not they don't come back from mm. and. I'm like, well, literally, yeah, yeah, 16. And what was um, also hard was that was the my freshman year in high school was the year that they first merged um, Lincoln High School and East St. Louis High School. So it was the first time they had um, was the freshmen that would be uh, a chance to go to state. So the first time someone could win four years in a row. Uh So because high school is 10, 11, 12, three. People have done that. No one's done four. And so when I won my freshman Conzo year. talks about that for basketball. Oh, really? He did it in basketball. Uh, and that's <laughs> sweet. <laughs> and so, you know. He did it because they weren't combined oh, then. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah okay. Well, huh. No, exactly. <laughs> me neither. Yeah. No. And so uh, literally, so my freshman year, I broke the state record, uh, 100 hurdles, 300 hurdles, and won them both. And it's like, oh, I'm on my way. Sophomore year. I'm like, I'm, I'm undefeated. If, if things go well, you're right on your way. And uh, when I got the injury, it was just like, I can run through it. I can still run through this. But you know, the body is still the body. You're still human. Like as much as you put in all this hard work and uh, like my physical therapist, we went up to, he even went to state with me and my family. Mm -hmm. And I'll never forget, I ran the rounds, but they're like, her leg is not going to make it through four more of these rounds because I had four races. And they made the decision in the back of the truck that we had the truck up, the uh, hood up. And I'm sitting in the back and they tell my parents, she she can't run, she's done. And I cry my eyes out and I'm like, just let me let me do the 100 hurdles. Yeah. So I begged to run the 100 hurdles. And my parents were like, she's crazy. Yeah. And I'm looking at the doc like, you know I can do it. And uh, they let me. And I remember being in the blocks where I couldn't bend my knee. And when the gun goes off, I'm like, go girl, go. The way that I lost that race, my mother and father say, you could have sworn that everything was perfect conditions. And so I cried so hard. It was just like life is over. Mm. And that's and, and the thing is, is as an adult, you can look back and say, like, 
we we all know that state meat is not the end of the world. Correct. But the problem in is, moment, is though, exactly like in that moment. And that's why I say when we talk to our kids or we talk to just someone going through something, you can't look at your life and other things going on. It's for that person in that moment. Literally, I felt like worth everything was out the window everything nothing else mattered because life was over and like I said in that moment it made me realize if I do walk run again I will never take this for granted because it was just a little hiccup Mm. I will never if I ever get a chance to go to college and run oh my god I will never you know um and I remember the journey of therapy going back it was it was almost like you could put on me some rocky music. I was ready. <laughs> it was long. It was hard. Um, but th- I had a team to get like Coach Fenoy and my physical therapist, the way that they work together and my mother, bless her little heart. She's like, whatever they say, do, you know, we're just going to do. And I was doing extra workouts on my own in our driveway. Yeah. It was so I tell a lot of parents, you know how they're like pushing their kids yeah. You'll know if they want it. Mm. You'll know That's if they exactly want it. exactly where my mind was going. You yeah. wanted it. Yeah, I wanted it bad. Yeah. 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 So failure can go one of two ways. Absolutely. Right? When, you get, when you get struck with bad news yep. or a bad thing in business happens, yep. and people can either cave yep. and go get home in the fetal position, mm-hmm. or you can rise up. Yep. Right? And I, I always say, though, take that moment. It, it's a devastating blow. You know, sometimes people like, just brush it off. And, well, sometimes it's that hard where you yeah. can give yourself a little second cry be yeah, devastated because yeah. you wanted that that part you wanted that dream it didn't happen but it's not over my thing is don't stay there yeah right so solid yeah um if i followed you around then <laughs> and now and uh, i'm always i always love people that got to your level of just the daily habits mm-hmm. that, that mm-hmm. I, I would see so mm-hmm. what am i seeing Let, let's, let's talk now because okay. mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. now we're retired right yes. we're done right yes but what yes. are the daily habits now? But then also, if you could think about what were the daily habits when we're trying to be at the, the peak, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Win for our country. What um, are you doing? So something that I just feel like my life will forever flow this way. I'm a planner. Okay. Like a habit is I, I, my day. It, it has to flow a certain way. I'm not so much of like something else happened. How do I put that into the 10 o'clock hour? But if I know that I have these things I'm doing the next day, I've already thought of, I'm getting up at this time, I eat at this time, I get dressed by this time, I'm getting the kids ready at this time. Like my clothes are still laid out the day before. Even at track practice, my training partners would laugh at me. And they're like, you match every day. And I'm like, well, Nike gives us gear that matches for every day, right? (laughs) Instead of like, why am I putting the pink with a blue bottom? It's like pink and pink, honey. Um, And so that's kind of how I am with my girls. I'm a planner for them. I plan. My husband, he has something to do. I'm like, oh, babe, you know, he's just like, oh, I didn't think about that. I'm like, here's that. already thought of, um, you know, what you would need for this time. I am a... I don't know. I'm just, I'm a plant, but I think that's the biggest thing because for me, when it comes to, when it came to trying to be on top of the podium, there are so many things that could fall through the cracks because you're like, Oh, I know tomorrow I have it. No, no, no. But that's at three, but you have to be, you know, by the bus at one 30. So what do you do before one 30? Because before you do that, that'll throw off your three o'clock. So that's, that's huge for me. Uh, And then it helps you relax and breathe though. If your day is planned, you're not like, okay, by three, I gotta, no, no. Yeah. Wouldn't out. you say that you've also the visuality? You've already thought about it, right? Yeah, thought and written it out. Like, yeah. so I'm a, I'm a little I'm a writer yeah. uh, kind of as well. And so, like I said, the bus leaves by one thirty. Yeah. Then I've written out. I woke up at nine. I ate by nine fifteen. I did did did. Yeah. That's just how yeah. I've flowed. I think I always call it in the business world boringly consistent. Okay. And so you know you see those journals over here. I got all these journals mm-hmm. here. 
I mean, for 15 years, I've written down my yeah. life. Yeah. Right? And I think that's important for us, whether you're in the business world or the track yeah. world or whatever, yes. parent world. Uh, I think we got to do that because um, in our minds, when you write it down, it's mm-hmm. kind of like that brain tattoo. Yes. Right? It's already happened. I agree. And it gets you there. And I think, too, to your point of the, the even the clothes matching, mm-hmm. I think there's an emotion out of there that takes some, some work, some mm-hmm. brain power yes. the next morning to even think about it. Boom, put it on, put it on. Let's go run. Totally I don't have agree. To think. Yeah, totally agree. Totally yeah. agree. And then yeah. before you know it, you're like, oh, that one top I thought I was going to wear is dirty. And and this is strictly track related. All of a sudden, now you're five minutes, ten minutes behind. Well, my race sometimes will go off at nine o'clock at night. I cannot show up at nine o one. I do not have the luxury of getting to the car room at eight thirty no. when I was supposed to be there at eight twenty five. Right. Whether on the track at eight thirty and like you miss your race. Yeah. So for me, that's why it comes down to it. things need to be laid out because I do not have yeah. my race is 12 seconds long. Yeah. So my brain also operates that way. I don't have the luxury of being yeah. a second off. So I'm going to grab this one right here. Absolutely. So the camera can see this. So this is a gold medal. Yes. It's pretty cool to be holding <laughs> I mean, that, That's amazing. Uh, so the Beijing Olympics 2008. Mm-hmm. Walk us through that 12 seconds. Um, oh, wow. Ooh, okay. You went there. Uh, <laughs> that 12 seconds is chaos. It is... Um, Beauty, it's all the things. So literally, Bobby Kersey told me, in the hurdles, we all know, you see, it's carnage can happen. Yeah. Someone's running well, hit a hurdle, it just, yeah. so he's like, I need you to run like a horse with blinders on. I do not care what happens to your left or your right, I need you to have blinders on. Mm-hmm. Because in each round, someone beside me had tripped up and fell. So he's like, in this finals, is going to once again be carnage. Yeah. And um, I remember setting my blocks and I'm like, Dawn, you got to go. Dawn, you have to go. Dawn, you got to go. And they were in the blocks and like runners on your mark. And of course, that is like once once I get in these blocks after 12 seconds, I will know my fate. Mm. Like, when can you say in 12 seconds you will know your fate? And it's literally all up to you. You've done this a million. I've been at UCLA and run on that track and run this 12 seconds over and over and over again. The only thing that will mess this up is me. That is a very heavy weight. That is very heavy. But, oh, do I welcome it because I have trained for this moment moment for years. And set, they shoot the gun and you die. It is complete. You are, you, I mean, every muscle is flexed, everything. And I go over the first hurdle, second hurdle. And by third or fourth hurdle, I see um, Delarine London from Jamaica. She, her, her foot is slightly in front of mine. And I say, now, I'm supposed to have blinders on, right. but you still feel competition. Yeah, sure. And I say, well, you're not winning. You need to move. You need to work. go to work. So that's what I tell so myself. How fast that brain's working. Go to work. And by f- five, six, I'm now moving. Now, I don't know what's going on. I can't see anymore. I'm like, okay, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. When I come off of ten, lean for your life. I lean, and by the time I look up to kind of comprehend where I am again, I don't like everyone is now on the side of me. And so I look over and I see Sally from Australia. She starts screaming and hollering and jumping. And I'm like, I got second. I got second because I knew it wasn't eight people in front. I've watched the video 10 times. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I got second. I got second. And now Priscilla Lopes from uh, Canada is screaming. I got third. Now I got third because they're hugging and jumping. I got third. Oh my God. I got. 
I'm on the podium. I don't care. I'm on the podium. I am on the podium. And then my training partner, well, uh, American partner, uh, Damu Cherry comes over. She's like, no, Dawn. She could tell my reaction was not a first place reaction. And she's like, no, Dawn, you won. And then that's when I collapse in her arms. And it's just like, what do you mean? I can't comfort. I say, what? 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 Over and over and over again. Because Mm. it is. It's. It's unreal. It's like, oh my God, 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 oh my God. Because what you're thinking is, is in this moment, the world, there are so many people in this world that whatever your dream is, mm-hmm. you want it so bad. You have cried and prayed like, God, I swear, I swear I'll never, I swear, oh my God, if I, if I. And he thought this little girl from East St. Louis, with all that winning would come with, he thought that I could handle that. He said, all of your, all of your wants and desires in this moment, you can have it. I could not comprehend that I was the best in the world. And it was all of the sacrifices, all of the everything. It was just like, my God, I thank you. My God, I thank you. That's why I say I will never take it for granted. Yeah. Because, And I'm talking about all hopes and dreams, not to be on the podium. There are so many people that want to be a lawyer. Something happened and they yeah. couldn't. I mean, wanted to be married. Something happened and they're not. Yeah. All dream, my this dream is they say you have a better chance of being struck by lightning than winning the Olympics. You know, that that to me, that that's mind blowing, yeah. So now they come, they bring this, yes, and they uh, you're standing on the top of the podium, mm-hmm. they put this bad boy across mm-hmm. your neck, and mm-hmm. they play our national yep. anthem. Yep, tell us about that. Uh, that I will never forget me saying. All of my sacrifices, not eating Hagen dazs strawberry ice cream. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I love that ice cream. All the times that I didn't go out or do this and that. And I'm like, it was all worth it. Yeah. Because so many times you're like, oh, was it like oh, didn't pan out? It's like you still learned a lesson, but it was a tough lesson. Yeah. No one wants to learn that lesson. Right. Um, but no, I didn't have to learn a lesson. I was like, the lesson is, is that, yes, sacrifices. sacrifices absolutely, they do pay off. Um, and I'm thinking... They're playing. The flag is being ra- I was praying for this moment. The flag is being raised. My country is being honored because of my efforts. This girl from East St. Louis, the city of champions, yeah. has put us on the map again. We are the city of champions. It was, yeah. Yeah. I hope I've ever had so many chills in an interview, <laughs> man. This is amazing. Absolutely amazing. And so... Uh, I think October 6th was uh, <laughs> named Don Harvey Nelson <laughs> yeah. Day, wasn't it? That's weird, too. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Have your own Illinois day. is October yes. 6th. Yeah. That's my it son's is. birthday. So is I'll it? have to remember that now. Well, there we go. We'll celebrate you as well. <laughs> um, and so I think when you talk about that, the sacrifice, what I'm always blown away by for Olympic athletes is it's the time of commitment, right? Yep. And, and I mean, all athletes, you got to be in peak performance mm-hmm. and all mm-hmm. that stuff. But I think an Olympic athlete, you only get to perform for – how many heats did you have plus the Olympic run? So you have, what, three or four heats? Mm-hmm. So what mm-hmm. is that, 48 seconds? Exactly, literally. You know, literally, so you took, together. So think about that. Mm-hmm. Four years, mm-hmm. more than four years of work. Yeah, right, I really, know yes. four years of work mm-hmm. for 48 seconds. Yes, and that's why I've, I heard someone say, you know, when you see people, like, cross a the line, they've won a medal, they're like, why is everyone always crying and so much? What? Yeah. You don't understand. A life, lives have been sacrificed, like, yeah. All the moments, 
all the Thanksgivings that I love with my family, I don't. I didn't live in Illinois because the best place for me to be would be California to train with Bobby Kersey at UCLA, no other place. All family reunions, get-togethers, my niece being born, everything. You miss everything. Yeah. That is what the emotion is. It is... I missed everything. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I did not married, not kid, no kids, all these things that a woman, Oh, I would love to not yet. Right. Not yet. Yeah. That's why we lose it at the finish line. And guys too, just all the things that they've sacrificed yeah. as well. So now let's, let's fast forward to today. Okay. And, um, obviously still in great shape. So, <laughs> so what are you doing now uh, to stay mentally and physically mm-hmm. in the game as a mom? Mm-hmm. You're speaking, you're mm-hmm. doing all sorts of stuff now. What's what's the purpose? What's the plan today? Oh man, the purpose and the plan is to, it is give back. Like it is to continue to grow. But right now I am enjoying giving back. So a huge part of what I do is my husband, he's a high school math teacher, but he's also the head track coach at Belleville West. Yep. So him being the head coach, Of course, I'm like, well, I'll help out a little. And, you know, of course, I'm not. He's like, I would never ask you to come every day. But you just find yourself falling in love with those raggedy little boys. Right. They're hilarious. They're crazy. They have all the questions. And then I'm this female because I'm not Olympic champion at first. When you first come in, you're Mr. Nelson's wife. The ones now, they know me. But the younger ones, it's like they they don't say it. But like, who's this chick telling me? Like knees up, toes up, okay, knees up, toes up. And eventually I'm like, okay, and I'm like, don't say nothing. I'll tell them about me in a second. And then the other boy's like, do you know? I'm like, shh, don't tell them. And then I'm like, no, let's go ahead and warm up because I'm about to bust you up. Like you got all the <laughs> questions. You think I don't know what I'm talking about. And so it is awesome. Oh, listen, you got, <laughs> I have to, because every, you still got to every now and then whoop on some people because people want to race you and uh but no it is fun because now you get to just all the things that you've went through the times that you cried and you're like what is this for god when will i ever need this lesson i didn't ask for that it's like oh this little kid's over there crying and i'm like okay and then you talk to them you just see the light bulb go off and they're like oh okay so that and then i mean i've been to a bunch of universities now i do consulting work with universities talking with to the athletes and they're just like, thank you. Like, and I'm like, I never thought that this experience could help someone in the way that it has yeah. to, like I said, for them to continue to believe in their dream and to go forward. Um, and then I enjoy, I, I enjoy people. Yeah. That is, I'm a people person. Yeah. So it's been really That's nice. Awesome. Yeah. So awesome. What would you go back and tell yourself if you could go back to maybe the 2000 and mm-hmm. so the Olympics was 2008 and mm-hmm. 2012, but what would you tell the 2004, mm-hmm. 2005 Don Harper Nelson? Um, okay. I would tell her that your opinion is the only one that matters. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, you have your support group, right? Yeah. But your opinion is the one that matters because in this sport of track and field, it is very much a what have you done for me lately. And so what you start to do is warp your your opinion on, well, this last race, I mean, okay, I did good, but I didn't do, like I want, and oh, is, am I worth this? Am I, because each race, you're proving yourself over and over. And if a race doesn't go well, you feel like absolute crap. And so now the next race, you're like, I got to prove, what are you proving after you've won? Like, you sound, you know, not even saying after you've won, but after I won the gold, you literally find yourself trying to prove yourself. Yeah. What else do you, so my thing is, is if winning the gold medal doesn't satisfy people. Yeah. So your opinion, 2004, Dawn, you have won, quote unquote, nothing on the standard that you want. You are still worth it. And your opinion is the only one that matters. 
I'm writing down a question I'm going to ask you here in a mm-hmm. minute. But um, and, and so that that does so there. I, I made a post yesterday and I said um, something like your vision, mm-hmm. what I believe, right? My vision has to be there has to be more belief in mm-hmm. my vision and what we're going to do and what Absolutely. we're going to build than anybody else's Absolutely. doubt. Yeah. Oh. Because right? imagine saying, "Hey, um, I'm this little girl from East St. Louis. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go win the gold medal in Olympics." Oh yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> Nine ninety nine yes, out of a hundred people are going to say you're crazy. Absolutely, right? but your belief has to be greater than their doubt. So, how did that play out in your life for you? Oh man, uh, how it played out is there's a really good example, and I love it because there. My uncle was in the barbershop when I went off to UCLA, and this guy told him, "Does not know me." Mm-hmm. He told him, "Oh, I bet I bet you money she's not going to make it past her first quarter." Oh boy. And I told my uncle, he will pay you that money. (laughs) And he had to pay up that money. And so just that example of how does that play out in your life, people will openly say. You know, sometimes you deal with like you think and you've kind of heard someone tell you someone said. It's like, no, people will openly say this to you of... Especially what are you? sports stars, right? They oh, put in the newspapers, my. They put in social media. Good. Every, now everyone it? has the right to just speak yeah. their mind. Yeah. And now, did I re- now it's on my phone. So it's right there in your face of you win a race like, yeah, but she didn't do da da da. She's not good enough. Yeah. She can't do. She won't be able to do it in a month. She won't be able to do it next year. Can't she? All the just in your hand. Yeah. Did you read that hand. stuff? Um, sometimes it did. Yeah. And it got to me. And that's yeah. why I say your opinion. But it's how do you not read some of the stuff? Because within that stuff is also your supporters. Right. And so you have those messages. But then you have like 100 of like, oh, my God, don't you're so inspiring. She's and great. thank you so much. Blah, blah, blah. And you're like, you're trash. Oh, gosh. Woo. <laughs> Woo. Like, how did that jump out? It, but it is. But you have to find your, like, okay, how do you let 50 out of 10,000 yeah. bother you? Yeah. So how do you find now, and, and this is the question I wrote down that mm-hmm. I wanted to ask, is I, I had a pitcher that, um, you know, phenomenal major league baseball pitcher for the Cardinals told me one time that the, the adrenaline of coming out of that bullpen, mm. <laughs> you got 48,000 people, 50,000 yeah. people screaming for you. The game is on the line. Yep. Hearts popping. Right. Yep. You can't replace that. No. So now, when mm-hmm. we're running in the Olympics, how do you replace the adrenaline? Like, how mm-hmm. do you find that now mm-hmm. to not want to crave more of right. that? Right. Right. Um, so I think one thing that was helpful, and my husband, thank you for him, Lord, because he was very clear on: do not walk away from this sport until you're done. Because mm-hmm. he said, I cannot feel that void for you. And because he knew when we got married at 28, you know, I was like, oh, in like two more years, you know, we're, we're going to have kids. We're going to have kids. And he's like, okay. And he just never was like, you said two. Yeah. And then like three years and then four years kind of happened. And then like five. And I remember just feeling kind of that weight of like, oh, I told him, but I don't really want to bring it back up because I'm still having fun <laughs> right. kind of competing. He never questioned, never said, hey there, lady. You yeah. know, you kind of said. And so I remember I said I was going to retire in after 17 and then I told him this and I made the whole announcement, like, I'm going to retire. And I literally, it was after world championships and I had gotten silver and I was like, I'm not done. And I'm like, how do I say this when I've told him I'm going to move home? Cause we lived, oh, he lived in Illinois and I oh, lived okay. in California yeah. for first six years of our marriage. Oh wow! So I told him I'm coming home in the fifth year. How do you say actually? Um, and so I remember I was like, babe, so I have, um, I got something I kind of want to say. And he's like, I know. And I'm like, no. You don't. And then he's like, I know. And I'm like, okay, now I got to say it because he thinks he knows. And I'm like, I kind of want to keep running. He's like, I know. And I'm like, what? And he's like, babe, I know you. He was like, you're not done. I was like, thank you. And I started crying like, thank you so much for 
making sure that you, and the blessing is I was healthy enough to go until I felt like I was done. And so that, that helped when I was ready to walk away, my yearning to be someone's mom a wife of like a so-called full-time wife because you're always full-time wife but to be someone's mom was a bigger pull on me than that um but i will say being connected to my sport is very very helpful so i still do commentating um and so when i watch i still jump on my phone every now and then and record myself watching it and it is i get all the feels i get all the like but because i still work out it makes me realize I don't need that action anymore because mm-hmm. I don't want to die on the track yeah. the way that I had to. I know what it takes to be on that podium. Yeah. That's just a commitment that I'm not willing yeah. to make. And so I think for me, that's what's helpful is me understanding that I'm really okay being done. Yeah, That's good. That's great. I, I heard too, or I read during my research, there was this one kid in high school, boy, mm-hmm. that you couldn't beat. Um, <laughs> And so yes, now, I'd like to, have you really like have you seen where like, this guy's life has gone? Like, you know, know anything I, about this I guy? I think anymore? he has the best life out here. It's my husband. Yes, it was. It's just the craziest thing that that like whose story I tell him all the time. And we are really like a fairy. Like I'm like, it sounds crazy because people are like, how are they on the inside? Yeah. We're really like a fairy tale because to be the only girl, and so they put me in with all the boys in eighth grade, and for him to be the one that beats me, and I was like that boy I was like I want to race him I don't lose and he said he was really like but I'm a boy why is she so mad because I was I was like so when are we racing again and they're like the race is over I'm like no no that was first round um but no and so just as time went on our friendship really grew from that and we never dated until we were 27 years old so he was always my cute friend Alonzo um (laughs) but we were always friends that held each other accountable yeah like in high school, so we went to high school together, always friends that seriously, like if in the hallways, like, you know, you're supposed to be, and I'm like, dude, like, why are you always telling me, you know, you're supposed to be, be, be. Yeah, but it was a fun, serious friendship, yeah. you know? And so it was, it was good. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. I love that. When yeah. I saw that, he, <laughs> that he beat you. <laughs> so um, last couple of questions here. One of the questions I ask all the time for people is fears. Uh, there, mm. There's fears we put in our mind, mm-hmm. right? How many of the fears you put in your mind actually blew up to the magnitude you put them in your mind to be? I have one. Let's hear it. That is, you got to be kidding me. It is a picture, and it's like I used it. I had to do a, um, I did an AHA speaker series at the Stiefel Theater, and um, and I said, this is perfect. It's one of those situations, once again, where I said, when will I ever use this? And I remember thinking, and I'm preparing myself, like, okay, I'm going to talk to yeah. you know, this theater. What is going to, like, shock them? And I was like, oh, God, I got it. Uh, I always just had this fear of falling in a race, like a major race, though, not like the the one. Yeah. Um, And so 2008 in Beijing, I won. Now it's 2015, and I'm the favorite to win Beijing. It's where it all came. (laughs) Okay. I already know how this goes. And I remember it was just the talk. I felt like it was finally like they were like, Dawn's the one. Dawn's the one. And... um, Gun goes off, and my coach, we have been really working on, we're going to stay head down, and we're really running through those first two hurdles. We're going to drive. We're moving. And I remember, even in practice, I would do it, but we have hurdle pads on the hurdle. So if you hit it, it's, it's literally foam. So okay. it just knocks it off. You. you won't hit the hurdle. Yeah. So you just know, oh, man, I would have hit. And I remember sometimes I would kind of peek up because it's dangerous to run at a hurdle and not see, see it. Yeah. And... And I'm like, but are you really going to commit? And I remember standing at the line. I'm like, look, we're here. I'm like, I'm going to trust you, God. I'm like, you know, too many times, you know, I have questioned. It, it, time is now, you right, know. Right. 
in the blocks, head down, gun goes off. First hurdle, smooth. Second hurdle, I'm on the ground. Mm. And now everyone, I was gone. Everyone now has passed me, and now they're gone. And I'm the favorite to win. Well, you're on the ground. And I remember sitting there, and there's a picture of me. No one else is on the track. And I'm sitting there on the ground, and I'm like, I'm just, and there's an official on the side, and he's like, ma'am, ma'am. Now, because the, right, the, the yeah. event is going on, now it's the next heat. And I'm like, and I was like, I'm coming. <laughs> what just happened? That was the most, I, I, the thing is, I think it's almost one of those, and it's like, you know, you don't know if God works that way, but it's almost like, you need to experience this to know life is not over, yeah. because I just felt like if that ever happened, oh my God. I was on the ground, yeah. and of course, I understood this was the second time in my life that my husband's face put in perspective the magnitude of what had happened. And I come around, I'm walking down, and I'm just like, what is going on? And I finally see my husband and his the look on his face of like pure shock and just unbelief was, I was like, oh my God, I did fall. I fell. Yeah. I mean, I'm scraped up, yeah. but it's like his face. I missed, like I fail. Yeah. And I remember I still had spikes and everything on and the media is there like, okay, oh, interviews, yeah. interviews. And I'm like, I need a moment. I can't, you know, keep this together. So I go to the back, I lay on the ground and I just lose it. And he's taking my spikes off. And I'm, I mean, I'm just like, I'm putty. Yeah. I am complete putty. But the media is still outside. Like we're waiting on you whenever you're ready. You ready? And um, I think it was Joanna, my, one of my old training partners, she came over and she's like, you got this, like get it together get it together and I go back out and I and I do all the interviews and I get done and I like I just right. lose it again and now I have to go to the medical tent because I'm jacked up yeah. and so they're like putting and I'm burning because it's just like scars scars yeah. scars and it's just like it was just the worst situation ever and so like you said that was my fear and that happened and like I said sometimes it's okay have your moment yeah. but I had a race coming up after that that was the Diamond League trophy was on the line so do you carry that to that race? Yeah. Do you carry that, oh my gosh, the worst can happen? What if it happens again? Well, I went and I won my yeah. third one. Mm. Love it. So last question for you. This is, okay. uh, I always tell people sometimes, I, I want you to give your, your locker room, this is your <laughs> locker room <laughs> halftime speech, right? Teams Ooh, down by intense. two, whatever it is you got right now, you got a, a, a little boy or a little girl that needs to hear a message, okay. right? And, and they're going to listen to a uh, Olympic gold medalist mm-hmm. give them their halftime speech. What oh, do you wow. tell them? Oh, man, this is intense. I want to – oh, and a rap. No, it's <laughs> it's um, no, it's just – it's one of those – You, for me, I guess, I would – like I said, for me, I'm going to understand the gravity of this situation, and I'm telling them what we have not done, what you have not done, is all the hard work. Remember that time you couldn't go out with your friends? You remember, and I'm just pointing out. Yeah. You remember when you couldn't? You remember? You remember? You remember that time you were nervous? Mm. All that. I'm like sitting that. Now put that stuff outside, right? Because what we will not do is give them that. You will not give. You will not give up on your dream right now. Tomorrow you will be smiling. Tomorrow you will be happy because you went out there and you left it all on the line. What we're going to do is go in. What we're going to do. It's work for this is the, this is the last sacrifice, yeah. right? Mm. Go out there and kill, kill. I'm not here to be soft with my words. Kill. Mm. I'm not here to be soft with my words. No, kill. And do you think God wants abundance thinking? Like, like 
They want you to. He wants Absolutely. you to think. Oh, right? like, uh-huh. I mean, you said abundance thinking. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I just feel like if it's not meant to be, it won't be because I'm like, well, maybe I shouldn't. Yeah. I want it all. Yeah. And so if I don't get it, it's because I wasn't supposed to have it. Mm. I want it all. So go out there and keep get so and it's funny when I say, you know, soft talking, because sometimes, you know, it's like, oh, is that kind of harsh? No, I say kill. When I say kill, I'm talking about go out there and execute everything, whatever sport this is, soccer, you you know, when this person makes that move, you know what you're supposed to do. Don't second guess it. Do it. It is second nature by this point. If we are in this game, you have been here before. That means you deserve to be here. If we had a track meet and you get to the third hurdle, you know what move you're supposed to make. Don't you second guess. If you second guess, you're giving them another inch. We don't have inches in track and field that we can give. Mm. Mm. It's pretty badass. <laughs> I'm fired up. I can run through a brick wall right now. All right. No. Well, uh, Don Harper Nelson, thank you so much for being on the Circuit of Success. Where absolutely. do our listeners find more of you and okay. uh, where can they find you? Yes, absolutely. So Instagram and um, Twitter is the same. Yeah. Harp. 100 mh and then facebook is my name don harper nelson awesome yep. well, thanks so much for being with us of today course. amazing awesome. amazing story thank you for bringing all this stuff of course not every day you get to hold a, you know, <laughs> olympic gold medal so it's uh, an honor to be able to do that uh and your hard work amazing Absolutely. thank you so much thanks for so having much. me this is awesome